Um, so I was, I saw this website, not website, it's this Instagram account. And you had like really good selection. Like they have all these pictures. It's called, what's it called? Brian Bourbon. And they have all these pictures like, oh, we just got all of this in stock. We deliver, DM me for details and look, you know, look pretty legit. <laughs> so I, I sent him a DM. I was like, hey, how much for Weller 12? And do you send to Texas? He's like, yeah, 120 for Weller 12. Give me your address. I'll send it. I'm like, oh, it sounds too good to be true. <laughs> like, what, what's the, the, name, the name of your business? And that's it. He kicked me out of the messenger. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. Welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm Jake. I'm Dan. I am Roberto PDL. I feel like a guest on this podcast. It's been a while. <laughs> you kind of have been. We kind of replaced you with Jake from Gold Eagle for a while. Yeah. Which <laughs> not a bad replacement. <laughs> <laughs> we we had no complaints on it at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's and good it was, to have you back. It's not a bad replacement. All the way yeah. from Texas. All the way in San Antonio, Texas. Yeah. It's nice here. It's like 75. It was 72 degrees today. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> it was 40 it was, and rainy today. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not as bad as December. No, it's January now. Yeah, it's January. Dry January, baby. Everyone's excited for dry January. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing it. I'm doing it too. Today. Yeah, me too. I've been doing it. I've been doing it since uh, we celebrated at New York New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. We none of us made it to to the regular one. I think I was in no. bed before that yeah. happened for Chicago. Yeah, definitely did not stay up. But yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, to... we we didn't stay up either. We we were in bed by like eleven forty or something. We watched the New York uh, thing, and then we just went to bed because I was so tired. Well, it's good to be back. I mean, holidays kind of screwed us up a little bit with schedule. Yeah, I mean, it was nice to take a couple take weeks a little off. Break. And... We hadn't taken time off in a long ass time. Yeah, um, that was nice. And obviously, Roberto had to get all settled in with the move, so it's kind of nice, fresh for the start of the year here um, to get back into doing some things. I guess Roberto, you've you've moved. What have you been up to the last couple months since we've really set? We, I mean, we haven't. We've talked on the phone a little bit, but this is the first time I've seen you. Since you moved to Texas and it's on a small little computer screen, which you look better on a small yeah. computer screen than in real life. I know, and I'm I still have my my work clothes. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't see you guys, so I don't know what you look like. It's been a while, but anyway. Oh shit! I forgot to set up the. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> it's probably That's okay. Right. You can just watch um, the video on YouTube. Do a good plug. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you are recording on YouTube. That's nice. Um, yeah, so it's been, uh, 10 days since you looked at me. Um, what is, what is that stupid? Two song? weeks. It's been two weeks as the bare naked lady. <laughs> it's been oh, two yeah. weeks <laughs> since you looked at me. No. So yeah, it's been two months, uh, since we moved down here. Yeah. Cause it was October five, what October 30th is when we moved into the house. Yeah. So that was, that's exactly three months now. October, yeah, November, December. <clears throat> yeah, it was right. busy. Yeah. Um, uh, when when we were when Dan was mowing the grass on the farm, and it was just Jake and me, I was talking about, you know, I packed all the all the liquor bottles myself, um, because I didn't want the movers to break them. So they offered to pack them, but I packed them all 215 myself. So that was a pain. <laughs> and actually, when when I realized that it wasn't that bad, when I unpacked all of them, that was such a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. That was way worse than packing them um <laughs> but you got the bourbon so then, room together yeah and that was one of the first ones that we put together which is, you know shows you the, the priorities yeah, yeah as it should be <laughs> <laughs> so yeah two months here we moved to, at a really good time uh for the weather i mean it's just been amazing here Lindsay hates it she's like oh it's not zero degrees i want it to be zero degrees i'm like what the hell are you talking about i just played i just played golf four days ago <laughs> it's like uh, I am not complaining. It's been in the 60s and the 70s. 
uh, in January is going to be probably the same. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm going to start complaining again in May when it's 110 degrees here again, but that's okay. Uh, set up the house. The house is actually all set up. We're all unpacked. We unpacked pretty quick. Uh, so now we're getting in the groove of, of living here. I have not found a liquor guy. Um, I found a couple of stores that have some really good bottles, but the guys are marking them up like two, at least 200%, Oof. but in yeah, some cases, 500%. Um, actually, so yeah, in many cases, I think I saw a small batch for $200 and that was ridiculous. Jeez, yeah. uh, Taylor, Taylor small batch. So yeah, uh, the, the good thing is that Total Wine, which is a, it's a national store, they tend to have everything. I mean, they have everything, even some of the allocated. Of course, you won't find like the Weller 12s or 107s and the others, uh, but they have they have some really good bourbons that you normally can't find on a regular shelf. Uh, so I think I was telling Jacob that Total Wine has on the shelf like 10 Ride the Lightnings and 10 Willet Blackings. Yeah, I'm uh, surprised they still Nobody's... have the, the Willet blackened yeah because that's nobody's like they, getting them they don't make it anymore yeah, right. scoop, scoop and I, those I mean i went by last week and it's still there hmm. that's surprising um <laughs> yes i'm like what the hell are you? i i've been picking one up here and there because i'm like well <laughs> you guys don't want it i'm gonna keep growing my inventory yeah um so yeah so then we've been going to a couple of tastings there's a really nice steakhouse down the street that has uh regular Whiskey tastings, actually, they had one yesterday, but we couldn't go. They do it once a month. You know, that's what I miss about Gold Eagle is that they did it, what, maybe once a week? Once or um, twice a week. Yeah, yeah exactly. And now, you know, now this this steakhouse has them once a month. Total Wine has them about once a month as well. Uh, but we're starting to find some good tastings out there, too. Uh, and other than that, yeah, it's just suddenly here with family. Holidays was good to not travel for the first time in 12 years. Yeah. Uh, it was nice to just drive 10 minutes down the street of my parents' house. Yeah. But that's my story. And now I just got my my Bourbon Matters Ooh, um, yeah. original whiskey glass. Yep. Uh, I'm really excited. This is really pretty. This is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That was a little Christmas gift I got for you guys. They came out really well. Yeah. Nice little stemmed Glen Karens. Really so. nice. Yeah, thank glasses. you, man. Yeah, this looks really nice. And, you know, Jake sent me a really nice gift. And I was telling Lindsay, like, I feel like an asshole because we didn't even have time to think about anything. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, so we did. Is it, is it really get... all right or not? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, we did. <laughs> I think she's the one that called me. I was just like, you're such an asshole. You didn't get anything for anybody. I'm like, I know it's been. It's been crazy at work, and then with the move, it was just compounded. Yeah, yeah I didn't. I didn't get. Uh, normally, I do Christmas cards. I didn't get those done this year with things. Some things I've been working on, but uh, but yeah, Dan's got, got some big news. Oh yeah. yeah, wait, what's the big news? Yeah, so I uh, hopefully next week I'm moving uh, about an hour and a half away from here. Nice. Um, we talked about it over the early summer. I'd split ways with the company I'd uh, been part owner of and worked at for a long time, and. So I was going to take six months and just enjoy life and have some fun. And I was, I've been doing that, but the six months was quickly coming to an end. Um, didn't really know what I wanted to do after, uh, after I left, but I didn't want to go back into the industry I'd been in my entire life. So I was looking for something new and talked about it a few times for fun, just to kill some time. I was working at, uh, whiskey acres, just, uh, you know, scratch the itch of whiskey and, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I will be working there full time, starting off as an assistant distiller. Uh, so I will take something I've been doing for a passion and turn it into a career now. Nice. So that'll be exciting. Um, yeah. Just trying to get the final details and the closing squared away on the house. And once I do that, we'll be down there working working full time at the distillery. Definitely a big career change and a lot of other changes, but uh, looking forward to it. They got a lot of unique things that they're working on right now. Um. They've been steadily growing and trying to get more and more production out to keep pushing growth. And I think they got a bright future and I'm glad to uh, have the opportunity to be a part of it with them. But yeah, 
after nice. Roberto moved, well, this will probably be my last. Well, I'll be back. I'm not like I'm too far away, but yeah. I won't be doing weekly, <clears throat> weekly in the studio anymore. But, yeah, uh, we'll have to yeah. do it over Zoom or something like that. But yeah, that's man. That's the the Bourbon Studio emptied out pretty quickly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still gonna sit uh, in my chair. Oh yeah, it's a beautiful chair, beautiful location. Somebody's gotta control the soundboard. Yeah, exactly. A nice bourbon room. Hey, you know what? Uh, I was so not the wrong. House in what town? Uh, I'm moving to the Kelb. The Kelb, yeah. Okay. Um, wow. So I will be. That's. I went to college down there, so it's kind of going back to where the first time I moved away from home was the Kelb for college, and now moving back down there. Yeah, full circle. Full that's circle. Cool. Not living <laughs> yeah. in the same shitty college apartment I lived in. <laughs> Luckily, uh, <laughs> way back a uh, long time ago. Uh, but no, nice. it's it's been fun. The guys have been awesome. They've they talked to me about it for a long time and then we had some more serious talks and then some even more serious talks. And I've been working there about four days a week, five days or four or five days a week here recently and just getting ready to be trained and I'll be making whiskey now. Yeah. Nice. That'll be fun. Yeah. I'm running my own shift. So making my own, my own alcohol every day. Yep. Thank you. Here, are you going to send those samples in the mail or what? No, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nice. I think me and Jake both sent you something in the mail and you haven't sent us anything back in the mail, so why would I, I keep to. sending you things? You've got all the stuff down there. I have to retrospect. Uh, I have to retroactively send you something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you. It's funny, actually, because we were, uh, you know, we're being tourists in, in, in our hometown since we grew up here and spent many years here and it's one of those that it's like shit i had never gone to the river walk to eat at one of the tourist traps and Lindsay and i are like well let's go down to the river walk and eat at one of those tourist traps and we did anyway so one of the souvenir stores next to it had a it was a, a coffee mug that was a gun um well i mean the, the coffee mug was shaped like a gun it was all texas stuff and i was like oh man i should buy that and send it up to illinois um <laughs> No, because the government's going to get rid of all of our guns here shortly, so they might take the coffee mug, too. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, good. Congratulations on the new job. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be really cool. In the house. Yeah, like I said, definitely a little big change, and it was one of the things I had to think about a little bit, but, uh, you know, I think they they got a bright future, and to be able to be part of it and uh, to see some of the new stuff that they're working on and unique things that they're doing it it'd be fun to be part of so we'll we'll be we'll be taking this uh little side project of a podcast into more full-time things um yeah but well, you're, you're definitely gonna have content for the podcast that's for sure yeah, yeah i'll know a little bit more and i might sound smarter oh yeah i might not as well <laughs> yes. and this might be the biggest the best, worst decision that distiller ever made but <laughs> <laughs> Well, they gave you a trial run, huh? Yeah, that, that's the, that was a fun thing. Is like this was just for fun, and all of a sudden it turned into like a dress rehearsal. So yeah, my most most people don't uh, go into job offer negotiations having already worked for the company for quite yeah. a while, um, mm-hmm. and, and having a good good idea of what everyone is. So yeah, but, that's cool though. It's pretty really really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Jake, okay, I know. So, yeah, nothing exciting happens to me. So well, nothing exciting happens to you. You you've scored a lot of allocations lately. Oh, that's true. Nice. Um, yeah. What did I get? I got a. I got a Pappy Twelve. Nice. Um, I got the. Uh, the I think the Parker's Heritage is over there somewhere. And you're gonna. Uh, it's on the other side of the table. I, like I got the Parker's Heritage for this year, which is actually a double oak, which I'm like really excited about. Um, that should be awesome. Um, it's been a few nice. different podcasts, like number one whiskey of the year, um, it, which was, it was a super late entry cause it dropped yeah. in December. Um, but it, I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, I got an Elijah 18, which is my favorite of like all time. So I'm excited to get oh, yeah, bottle of that. And then, uh, I got old Fitzgerald 19, which I'm really pumped about. Oh man, I can't wait that, to try that, that bottle goes for like two thousand dollars online. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to wow. try that one. That'll be good. That is awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm still I'm gonna go back clean up this week and see if anybody's got stragglers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
So is it from Benny's or Gold Eagle? Both. Nice. Um, Gold Eagle was the Elijah and the um, Old Fitz. Then I got one of their Old Forester single barrel picks too, uh, which I'm actually really excited about that one because I I missed it when they dropped it in like April. Um, I was mm-hmm. really pissed, but I'm I'm glad I got one. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, Damn, that's awesome. So, in light of having more anything more exciting than that, um, I thought we'd go through a couple whiskey lists um, or the top whiskeys of uh, from Whiskey Advocate, and then Fred Minnick's top twenty, um, and kind of compare them and talk about which ones we think deserve to be there, or which ones are interesting, or you know whatever. Um, so I'll start with the Whiskey Advocate. So if you don't know, Whiskey Advocate is like a whiskey magazine. Um, it's almost like a trade magazine, mm-hmm. but it, I think it's a little bit more consumer focused. Um, the the one problem with Whiskey Advocate's uh, top list is like some of the ones that are on there that are good and cheap are now going to be harder than hell to find. Cause probably, yeah. Yeah. That was a McKenna 10 was not too long ago. It was a yeah, right. $35, $40, and then you couldn't find it for two years. And Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so number 20, I'm going to butcher these uh, scotch names, so just bear with me. <laughs> uh, Cryolaki, 13-year-old, Bas Armagnac finish. They gave it a score of 93, and it's a Speyside scotch. Never heard of that distillery before. I don't know. Zero about single malts. Uh, Number 19, Teeling Wonders of Wood, Virgin Chinkapin Oak. This is an Irish whiskey. They gave it a score of 93, and that's 100 proof. Have not, I don't think I've tried any Teeling. I I haven't tried it. Um, I feel like I've heard good things, but can't remember. I definitely (laughs) haven't tried it. Yeah. Uh, Number 18, which we did try was the Hardens Creek Colonel James B. Beam two-year-old. Uh, it's uh, 108 proof. got to do that math real quick. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they gave it a score of 93, and that's a Kentucky bourbon. I wasn't a big fan of the two-year at all. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that the um, Jacob's Well didn't make it because um, I preferred that one over the two-year. I think Jacob's Well was 15, right? Mm-hmm. It's back there yep. somewhere. Yeah, um, right. but the nice. the the two year definitely had that like peanut buttery knob creek mm-hmm. note and it was pretty like profound. Um so I mean it yeah. I liked it. Nice. I probably would have picked the other one though. I'll have to try it. You tried it with us. We did when? I don't remember that. I don't know. That might have been like a triple header, so you might yeah. not re- <laughs> <laughs> I may not have a big recollection about that. Yeah. Uh number seventeen, Indri Trini, the three wood. This is an Indian whiskey, um, which is basically a single malt, I think. Um, they're typically single malts. Uh the proof is forty six times two, which is ninety two. Yeah. Ninety two proof. Uh, and they gave it a score of 94. Number 16, Bushmills 12-year-old, which is kind of surprising. Um, they gave a score of 93, and that's only 80 proof. That's uh, Irish whiskey as well. Number 15, uh, Bardstown Bourbon Company Collaborative Series Plantation Rum Barrel Finish. Uh, we tried this one at Bardstown. I absolutely love this bottle. It's really good. Um, it's 104 proof and they gave it a score of 93, which is interesting because they gave the Indian one a score of 94. Right. Um, Yeah. So, you know, uh, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And the, the Bardstown is actually labeled as a Tennessee whiskey, which is interesting. Oh, interesting. Why? That's their source. That's all. They must have sourced that one. Their, their orange own juice hasn't come out yet. Yeah, whatever the majority of that one must have been from probably. Yeah, from, yeah. Uh, Number 14, Blackened, Rye the Lightning, Double Cask Madeira and Rum Finish. Gave it a score of 93. That's a 90 proof. And it's a Kentucky bourbon. 
Um, I think we all really enjoyed that one. Yeah. That one's pretty good. That was good. Uh, number 13, Mia Gikyo, Peated, Japanese single malt. Yeah, there just sounds so many bad things in that. <laughs> That's great. Uh, That's score awesome. of 94. The proof is 96. God, I wish they would just give you the proof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no kidding. Uh, number 12, Tamitul Cigar Malt, Alasoro Sherry Cask Finish. This is also a Speyside Scotch. It is a uh, 86 proof. Score of 94. Nice. They really like 93 and 94 for yeah. scoring. Uh, number 11, Sweetens Cove, Tennessee Toasted Sugar, Maplewood Finished. Uh, score of 93. This is 110.7 proof. Yeah, 110.7 proof. Uh, it's a Kentucky and Tennessee blend. Uh, and I said it was a score of 93, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, number 10, Nelson Bros Reserve. Uh, score of 93. Uh, Jesus, 106 point. It's like 107 proof. Uh, and that's a blend of Indiana, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Number 9. Another scotch that I can't pronounce. Brooklatic. Eight-year-old Isley Isla Barley 2013. That's an Isla scotch. Score of 94. 100 proof. Number eight. Limavati single barrel. Score of 94. Uh, Jesus. What I'm getting is... <laughs> 46 times two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an Irish. Wow. What's your major? What's your MBA in? <laughs> Management. It's, it's not in accounting or finance, I'm assuming. Not in finance. <laughs> Number seven, Blue Note Juke Joint Uncut. Um, I think the uh, fourth Dram guys really like Blue Note. I think they've they've tried it a few different times on their podcast. Um, nice. And seem to enjoy it a lot. Um, so they give that a score of 92, which is so far the lowest score yeah. out of <laughs> the list. But it's yeah. the, the highest we've gotten to so far. Um, that's yeah. a barrel proof. It's 58.65%. That's straight Kentucky bourbon. Number six, Middleton, very rare 2022 release score of 94, 80 proof Irish whiskey. Um, I've actually heard really good things about Middleton. I've never tried one though. Um, I'd like to try. I, I haven't one. tried it. Yeah. Number five, Westward cask strength score of 94. 62.5%, and that's from Oregon. And that is a single malt, American single malt. Number four, which really it. kind of surprised me, is Dewar's 12, uh, which is a blended scotch. 80 Pretty proof. commercial. Yeah, score of 94. You can probably find that anywhere. Yeah. Uh, number three, Barrel Vantage. Score of 95, which is the highest score we've seen so far. 57.22%. And that's a blend of Indiana, Indiana, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Um, check out our episode on Barrel. And we'll talk, see if you want to know more about them. But yeah. they're basically a massive blending house. Um, but they do really good stuff. And we got to try the Vantage at Sam's Tasting. is the first time I had tried yeah, it. Yeah. I, I liked it. It was pretty good. Nice. Uh, number two. Red Breast Kentucky Oak Edition, uh, which we tried. Um, I really like this one. Uh, it's very tasty. Uh, it's an Irish whiskey. It's 101 proof, um, which is higher than a lot of Irish whiskeys. Um, so I would recommend that one. You can still find it in places, like either in the case or out on the floor. Um, you just got to look a little bit, but you can probably still find it um, if you're into Irish whiskeys. And number one, which we talked about last week, oh, last episode, yeah, uh, is Jack Daniels Bonded with a score of 97, and it's 100 proof Tennessee whiskey. Um, and we kind of talked about uh, with Jake, you know, our thoughts on the Jack Bonded. Um, I love it. Um, I, I, I gave it a lot of that. That was already. top one. That's a top one, right? Of the right? year, yeah, for whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Roberto. Oh the, man. The, the only so thing that good. I had a problem. I, I like it. That was one of my top whiskeys of the year and probably the most surprising whiskey I drank this year. Yeah. But when I look at 97 points, I think that's a little over exaggerated yet though. Yeah. Um, but that was, yeah. Tough. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I think it's a, it's a great whiskey. I really enjoy it. I mean, especially the value. It's great. Um, but I don't know if I, I don't know if it would be the top whiskey of 2022. I don't know. What did you pick for yours? Your favorite? Um, year? Uh, shoot. What did I pick? Um, what did I pick? <laughs> now I have to, now I have I to see remember. the, Oh wait, Dickel fifteen. Yeah, Dickel oh 15. yeah, Dickel fifteen. That's a great. That's a really freaking, good choice. That is a freaking good whiskey. Yeah, I love that bottle too. It's a really good one, and it's such a good value too. Like easily the best fifteen dollar, you know, fifteen year whiskey value. It's like I mean, hands bucks. down. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you're not going to find it, any it, whiskey. I think for... it's actually fifty five. Yeah, it could be. Um, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's one of the best pretty, values out there, and pretty remarkable, very underrated in my opinion. All right, uh, so then I'm gonna go through Fred Minnick's top ten, so we're not here for three hours. Um, so number ten, Boulder Spirits, Colorado Straight Bourbon, five year, uh, one twenty two proof. I've never heard of that before. Never tried it. Uh, Old Ezra seven year full proof rye. 114 proof. I have not tried that one. I have an old Ezra seven year over there on the shelf um, that I have not opened yet, but it's not the rye. Uh, Four Roses limited edition small batch at number eight, clocking in at 109 proof. Number seven is Stag, which is formerly Stag Jr. at 131 proof. Can't call it Stag Junior anymore because it's eighteen. It's the eighteenth year of it's being released, so yeah. it's no longer a junior. No longer a junior. It's not. It's not a junior anymore. <laughs> they did, uh, they changed the bottle too, slightly. They yeah. changed that a little. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Booker's twenty twenty two dash oh three Kentucky Tea Batch one twenty six point five proof. Number yeah. five Michter's twenty at one fourteen proof. If you can find it, retail of twelve hundred dollars. So good luck. Aftermarket, <laughs> after aftermarket, after exactly. twenty thousand. Yeah, I think. Aftermarket. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, number four, old Fitzgerald, nineteen year, one hundred proof. If you can find it, if you can find it. Um. Yeah. None of these in the top five you can find. Just so everyone's aware. Yeah. Uh, number three, George T. Stagg, part of the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. Uh, 138.7 proof. That is a hot whiskey. Uh, number two, Jack Daniels Small Batch Coy Hill, which is an even hotter whiskey at 153.2 proof. That sounds like it would be difficult to drink. But yeah. We tried the one last year at Sam's, and it was absolutely delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and clocking at number one for Fred Minnick's list was William LaRue Weller, which is also part of the BTAC. At one twenty four point seven proof, um, I really do like the William Larue Weller. We tried at at Sam's a couple times. Yeah, I had it's, it down in Florida a lot last year too. Um, I think that's probably a pretty good choice, even though I haven't had this year's release. But yeah, I would think it's probably fairly consistent year to year. The one, the one thing I will say I like about Whiskey Advocates is a lot of that stuff is findable. Um, yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure what their criteria yeah. is and everything, because they're definitely completely different lists. Yeah. Where the ones that you would expect to see at the top, which are the hard ones to find, because that's what everyone wants, because they're the best ones out there. Um, it makes sense that they're on, on that list. Yeah, it didn't seem like um, Menick was really considering value. No. <laughs> yeah. But... Well, today, uh, tonight's episode, whatever it is right now outside, it's always dark in Illinois this time of year. Uh, we <laughs> we decided to... I don't admit that at all, by the way. Yeah. Screw off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're doing the Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Uh, obviously, we when we did our uh, Kentucky tour, we, did, uh, we stopped at Heaven Hill. 
We did obviously we, we didn't go to their distillery. We went to the Heaven Hill Experience or whatever they call it. Yeah, which is the where they age everything. Yeah. Um, which is out by um, I can't remember what what town it's by. That day kind of became a blur. Yeah, they distill everything in uh, Louisville. Yeah, and then ship it out to wherever the mm-hmm. the Heaven Hill Experience is, um, which is like the yeah. main kind of like uh, showroom type yes, thing. Visitors area. Yeah. Thank you. It's a really nice place. Yeah, it was. Um, I really liked it. Um, that was probably the biggest. I mean, well, Heaven Hill is massive. It's yeah. the largest distillery in the U.S. Yep. Um, and they're get. I mean, they they distill so many different brands there. Yeah. And so the gift shop is is massive. I would say it's about the same size as Buffalo's. Yeah. Um. Probably. A lot of cool things, and then rooms to watch movies and tasting rooms and things that were all there. Yeah. Um. So that was fun. It's not really a tour because you don't get to see the distillery because you're not at the distillery. Yeah. Uh. But Heaven Hill. Bib uh, Bottled and Bond Seven Year is kind of their flagship, the one that I mean. When you think Heaven Hill, this is normally the bottle you're going to think of. Yeah, uh, I think this is the only one that actually has the distillery name on it too. Well, besides yeah. Heaven Hill Seventeen, and yeah, well, <laughs> and besides Buffalo Trace, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, it's that. So I I didn't realize this through 2019. It was only a six year Bottled and Bond. Oh, I didn't know. And that. Yeah, that was huh. people like the six better than the seven. And it was way cheaper too. I think that was like a twenty five, thirty dollar yeah. bottle and bond. In twenty nineteen they upped it to seven year and the price went up. Um and it's it's one of those the mash bill on it was seventy eight percent corn, twelve percent malt, and ten percent rye. Uh so it's a low rye bourbon mash bill. And then obviously at a hundred proof with it being bottled in bond and aged seven years is what it says on the front. Um, it's one that you're not normally going to see on the shelves. Yeah. Uh, I I've seen it a little bit more on some shelves as of late. Um, but it's not like an easily available walk into any liquor store. You're going to find it. Yeah. Not usually it's usually in a case or behind the counter. Um, it's not one that usually is price gouged, though. No, no. Um, it's usually the price is always going to be. I think it's actually like a fifty dollar, but I think a lot of times you see it for yeah. that sixty dollar range. Yeah. Um, but it's never one that they. It's just it's if they put it on the shelf, it's gonna be picked up right away. I think. Yeah, usually. Um, yeah, so which is different than down here in Texas because you can go you can go to any store and it's on the shelf and it's there. It's yeah. not. It's probably like people are not problem. scooping it up. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I've been to like three or four different liquor stores here where I've seen it on the shelf just perfectly fine sitting there. Yeah. Um, and it's not, you know, people are not swarming it and trying to and trying to get it, which is it's so weird because in Illinois you would find some that you just cannot find down here. Like will it pot still? It's on every shelf in Illinois and here it's hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird the way that they decide to allocate yeah. those to the different states um crazy but yeah i mean this is um a really i i like this whiskey a lot um heaven hill is probably my favorite distillery um elijah craig is probably my favorite label um so which which is made by heaven hill um so i have a a little loyalty towards this, yeah. this brand it's yeah, yeah. I, I I'm a well, big fan of Heaven Hill. Well, that's because Roberto's got his mellow corn is oh yeah Heaven Hill. <laughs> that's where he got his hat was from Heaven Hill. And my candle. <laughs> <laughs> and Jake sent me a, a link to the sweatshirts. I'm like, man, I'm about to get one. It's great. Oh yeah. No oh, Jesus. <laughs> mellow corn sweatshirt. Yeah. But it's green. I don't understand. I was hoping it was it would be yellow with red letters. <laughs> yeah, it's green with white letters. It's weird. Yeah, I mean that. Uh, you know, Dan said this is a high high corn, low rye mash bill. Um, I think the corn definitely comes through a bit. Um, it does have pretty deep oak note. Mm-hmm. Um, being a seven year, you know, it, it is pretty old for bottled and bond. Um, on the nose, I'm kind of getting like. 
a little bit of sweetness. Maybe some like baking spices. I was thinking baking like spices. Warm, warm spices. Yeah. I take I, I I smell that for sure. Um I'm getting leather in this. I'm getting cereal on the nose. I'm getting a little bit of like uh, maple syrup too on the nose. Yeah. And then I, there's some things like cereal, something that I can't identify, but it's a, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's like, like you were saying, like a warm cereal, nutty. Yeah, there's a little bit, yeah, like a, a like drier, nuttier kind of taste. Corn yeah. jacks. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's, yeah, a little bit like popcorn, maybe even. Um, but definitely oaky. This is the oak. Uh, it's definitely present. Uh, mm-hmm. I like the, I like the oak flavor here. Um, it, it it smells also like maybe banana, not bread. Yeah, I'm not getting uh, a banana on it. They yeah, mentioned I hate bananas. It's not banana, but like banana bread. You know, because there's that, there's that barley cereal something. Something's there that's very cereally. That's really nice. Uh, but also vanilla. There's vanilla in here for sure. Yep. I really enjoy the, you know, the 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 smell of this on the nose. It's really nice. Yeah, it's really I, nice. I really like the the viscosity is like really good. Um, yeah. It kind of kind of like moves like warm maple syrup or like a hot you know hot syrup. Um, it has a really nice, pretty long finish. Um, where a lot of that the like wood notes come through in the char. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good way to say the wood. <clears throat> the wood notes are really nice in here. You know, on the on the palate, it's definitely oaky and spicy. Even though it's only ten percent rye, I, I taste a very nice lingering spice. It's not overwhelming. It's not overpowering, but it's a nice lingering spice. And I don't know if it's the rye or or what, but you know, it's it's really nice and spicy and leathery and tobacco-y yeah like for me the finish kind of lingers near the front instead of the back which like typically i'll i'll feel the finish in the back more um yeah it's like a mullet business in the front party in the back (laughs) this so we've talked about simple bourbons where you get basically on the nose or palate you get basically one one flavor one scent We've talked about complex ones where you get like, it takes you on a journey where you smell a lot of different things and you taste a lot of different things. This one to me is kind of like the middle ground where it's just a very well balanced, well blended. You can get a couple different flavors, but it's not going to, you're not going to be, Ooh, I taste this. Now I taste this. Now I taste this. It's, it's all blend. All the flavors blend together and just make it a easy drinking, but it's not like it's a crazy complex bourbon, but at the same point, it's not like a one note. Right. And this is like what you would expect a good Kentucky bourbon to taste like. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. There's nothing like incredibly surprising in it. Um, but it is like comforting, I guess. If like you want that prototypical bourbon, like this is like a, a go to. Yeah. And this is one too that it's. It's fine. It's not like it's crazy hard to find, but you do got to search a little bit for it. But the fact that it is always going to be in that fifty to sixty dollar range, it's one of those good scores where if you see it, grab it for fifty, sixty bucks. Yeah, you'll feel good about it. It's going to be worth the money when you get it. Um, but it's not one that you should go crazy hunting for and spend lots of money on. No, yeah, I would like, not spend a lot of money now. Yeah, not worth overpaying for. Um. Maybe like sixty five, seventy would be the most I would pay, um, if I had never had it before. Yeah. Um, having had it, yeah. If you're looking for your first that. bottle, you know that's, you know, again in Illinois because here in Texas, if you're looking for it, you, you will find it. If yeah. You go just go one. drive down to Texas um, and buy. Yeah, it. just drive down to San Antonio. But you know, if if you're at a if you're in a state where this is not readily available and it's it's the first time trying it, I think it's worth trying. I, th- I think it's a great bourbon. Yeah. Seven years, so it's nice. It's flavorful. It's balanced. It's it's very well balanced, uh, and like you said, it's what a Kentucky bourbon should taste like. So it's quintessential 
Kentucky straight bourbon. Um, and I would, you know, I, I would say like, all right, if somebody's marking it up to 70, 75, it's probably worth it, but not, not more than that. And of course, if you live in a state where it's everywhere, you should just go get a bottle for $45. And yeah. It's this well, is it's not 45, like 65, I think. Yeah. Yeah. This is one where if you're looking, for, if you're looking for a 50 to $60 bottle, um, and you're newer into whiskey, this is a perfect one. There's the problem with that 50 to $60 range is there's so much competition there. Yeah. And there's so many good things. Now, obviously heaven Hill is one that performs well, which is why it's not super easily findable everywhere. Um, so it's worth it. I mean, put this up against Michter's would be a similar for price comparison, right? Um, pretty yeah. close, yeah. Um, so, wait, I just looked up the the retail. It retails for forty. Not around. Oh. The sep the seven year BIB retails for forty dollars. Where is? I'm trying to think of what it online? is at re- retail here. I feel like it's closer to fifty at retail here. Yeah. Sometimes, well, it, so this it one varies state to state. Yeah, well, this one I'm looking online. I'm looking at Breaking Bourbon. Yeah. What te- what year what year was that article written? It's the well, this is the the 2019 release. Okay. So it's a couple <laughs> a couple a couple years old. Yeah, it's gone up. Um, yeah. Everywhere, like some of the stores that you can actually get it, like DoorDash and stuff, are in that 50, yeah. 55 range. Yeah. That makes sense, though. Yeah, yeah, cause it, it is a popular bourbon. It makes sense that they probably. Yeah, fifty four ninety nine is retail now. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. So in that fifty five dollar range, there's a lot of really good things to choose from. Um, this is not one that you're going to go wrong with, though. Yeah, I mean that's you know, and this is a good one if you're overwhelmed with the amount of decision or like possibilities. You're like this is one that I I think everybody would be happy with. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. is a good good entry level into that like price bracket. Yeah. Second I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I would I would not be disappointed at all with this bourbon if it was, you know, if I was getting into bourbon and trying some trying to find some good bottles, like the the mid to upper shelf bottles. And I say that not from a price standpoint, but I say that from a quality a quality and and how well respected this bourbon is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I mean this is this is something that you just you definitely you, you buy it, you celebrate it. And you drink it with friends and family because it's it's something that's it's very enjoyable. I think it's super well balanced. Yeah, and you know um, it's it's got a lot of the same notes as like Henry McKenna and Elijah Craig. Um, yeah. So, you know, if you like this one or you like Elijah Craig Small Batch, you know, you you kind of know that that family is all, you know, within the same wheelhouse in terms of flavors. Um. Like you're not really gonna go wrong with any of those but at all. One of the things I do like about Heaven Hill, um, over some of the others is that, um, they do have much more like readily available product than like a Buffalo Trace or yeah, you know, one of the other you know massive uh, distilleries. Um, and they're not really they don't seem to be very stingy about releasing like really good whiskey right. at like affordable prices mm-hmm. and in yeah. like, large quantity. Um, we're like, I mean like the old Fitzgerald is like a different tier, right. <laughs> but like, yeah. uh, you know, this is pretty findable. Um, at least it like, certain times a year when it drops, right. you know, reg- yeah. fairly regularly, probably. Um, Henry McKenna seems to be coming back yeah. or more. Um, Elijah Craig more is available always now. available. Right. And you're seeing more and more of the barrel-proof Elijahs that are, they yeah. were harder to find, but you're seeing more and more barrel-proof Elijah Craig. Yeah. And the Toasted, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, barrel-proof yeah. is, is actually, well, I mean, it's not easy to find, but it's definitely a lot more common than it was three or four years ago. Yeah. When you really had to fight to to find a bottle. Yeah, that was um, like the, that was almost like a one time a year release, wasn't it? Yeah. And I think they told us that at, at Heaven Hill when we went. Cause I, well, I asked, I asked the counter lady 
because uh, Elijah Toasted was the bottle that they were selling, the special bottle they were selling that day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and I asked her, and she was like, yeah, this is, we release it once a year, and, and that's it. So that makes sense, but maybe they're... Well, they're, they're releasing they it release once a year, but maybe more. Matches of the barrel proof throughout the year now, because I think there was yeah. three or four. Yeah, of yeah. Year. right. Yeah, there's usually an A, B, and C batch release yeah. throughout the year. Um, like they had the batch proof at the, um, at Heaven Hill when we. Yeah, went there, that, it was got... bad. You could buy batch proof that day or barrel proof that day, and then since we were on the little bit higher end tasting, we were able to get it toasted that yeah, day. Yeah, yep, that's right. Yeah. I do remember that. that was very that. good. Shortly after that, I don't remember much though. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I I I don't remember. I don't remember a lot because that's the day that we started Barstown with uh, an old fashioned at nine a.m. Then we had a tasting, and those man Barstown did not hold back on the tasting. Yeah, that was that was one of the best tastings of the tour or the trip. And then we went to Heaven Hill. No, right? we went to was Tellbots, but first before yeah, we, we went all to had our first. flight of whiskey. Oh shoot! Um, that's probably why. Yeah, yeah, the Heaven Hill tasting was one where they were like, "Okay, first one's Elijah Small Batch," and you drank it. And you're like, "This is so good!" He <laughs> <laughs> just got louder and louder every time we drank oh, the I next was, one. <laughs> I was trash, man. I was so drunk, and I stole the glasses too. Oh, I forgot, I forgot you about did that. that. <laughs> they skimmed down on the glasses. They're, you know, most. Most distilleries will give you a free glass with your tasting. Uh, and this one's like, no, sorry, you got to leave the glass. I'm like, screw it. I put them in my pocket. <laughs> well, to be fair, Jake, they didn't invite us the first time. We just went there. That's true. They, they, we weren't there by invite. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that uh, that tasting was actually what sold me on trying to get Parker's Heritage. Because um, the one that we tried there wasn't this year's release. It was a few years ago. It was like an orange curacao. Yeah, and I wasn't a fan of it. Oh, I I liked it a lot. Um, typically, I'm not a fan of that like dreamsicle kind of taste, um, but I really liked that one. Um, so yeah, when they when they told me this year I could pick between that or a BTAC thing, I was like, uh, give me the the Parkers. Nice. But no, yeah. that was that was good. Um, it, Heaven Hill Seven Years is a great one to find. Um, not it's like it's super hard, but it's definitely one worth picking up. Um, Heaven Hill didn't, definitely. Heaven Hill didn't invite us, but if you haven't been paying attention to the Instagram, we did get invited by Stellum to try some of their new uh, try their new rye and their new bourbon. Yeah, and they actually sent us some samples that uh, almost made us feel like we were kind of ballers. Yeah, to get, to get a sample from a from a distillery sent to us in their little small handwritten labels. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That was nice. I liked them. You know, I think I think you guys were talking shit about them. I'm like, it's it's fine. I liked them. I, I didn't dislike them. I liked them. I the bourbon I thought was really good. The rye I wasn't as overly high on, but yeah, the the yeah. rye was interesting. They're MGP, right? Yes. Or well, they can be sourced from anywhere. I believe. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't think they limit to a particular place. Yeah, I mean, I the rye. I agree. You know, the rye wasn't anything that I would go out of my way to try. Um, the bourbon was good. I think, what was it? Was it Hunter's Moon? I think Hunter's, yeah, Hunter's Moon, Moon was the bourbon. Yeah. 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 Well, I, just, I, I would recommend Moon Cypress was the rye. Yeah. 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 The, yeah. The rye was okay. But yeah. The, I think the Hunter's Moon was actually really nice. Yeah. It was pretty, it was uh, pretty and good that, bourbon. And now we're going to get a lot more samples from Whiskey Acres. So that's good. <laughs> I don't know where you're getting those from. <laughs> 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 all right oh, well, you want to wrap this up speaking of instagram yeah so uh i'm a guest on this show but i'm going to tell you about the instagram <laughs> handles anyway um we have instagram multiple, we have multiple instagram handles yeah yeah well instagram and then the rest of the handles um <laughs> bourbon matters look us up on instagram good content you have links to the episodes i think i don't know how that works uh, but at least we describe the episodes and what we try, what we taste, and and we have other fun things in there. Then uh, Facebook's got the same handle, Bourbon Matters, no spaces at Bourbon Matters. Um, similar content, we interact with you know with uh, other groups and maybe some of the distilleries that uh, that we mention. 
so yeah, follow us. We're growing the following really nicely. Thanks to Jenna Ray. She does a good job with the socials. Yep. And uh, and then you can also find us on the website, which is, jeez, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. BourbonMattersPodcast.com. Bourbon Matters Podcast. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been on it as well, too. Oh, man. It's been like three months since I've said that. Yeah. The website's uh, a lot of episodes behind. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's had some issues. So if you do want to listen to us, job. don't go to the yeah. website. Well, you can't listen on the website anyways. You can watch the YouTube. You could get a link to the YouTube on the yeah. website, but you couldn't listen. Yeah. So And to Instagram, right? I think it pulls the content. It or pulls no? the content from Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. So yeah, if you want to so, listen, yeah. uh, check us out wherever you listen to podcasts, um, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Stitcher, you know, I, there's a few other places too. Um, but give us a listen or you can watch us on YouTube, um, search for bourbon matters. Um, you should be able to find us pretty easily. Nice. Well, we'll get back into the regularness of it here pretty quick. Um, yeah. now the holidays are over. I got to get moved and get set up. Um, but we'll get back to doing these more regular. Uh, I know we've talked a little bit. I think we're going to try and do some more interviews this in 2023. Yep. Um, bring some new content in so it's not just this all us three talking about bourbon every week try and get some new things in uh learn about some new distilleries or more about whiskey stuff and things like that so exciting year coming forward i uh, glad we were all get, able to schedule some time together here quick before the uh year really gets rolling but uh definitely yeah. gonna be back into regular things here pretty quickly yeah yeah i forgot i forgot to say in the the happenings i know i'm not going back to the episode i'm just saying uh, this Saturday, my sister gave us a uh, two tickets to Andalusia Distillery in Blanco, Texas. They they do countrywide. Uh, they distribute countrywide some really good bourbons. I'll report back in the next episode. Uh, but I'm planning on having a good time and buying some bottles. Yeah, um, that sounds check cool. them out. They have some really good whiskey that, again, they distribute countrywide. Where's that at? Uh, Blanco, Texas. It's about 30 minutes from, from my house. Oh, nice. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> cool. I right, forgot to mention that. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Roberto, good to see you again. We'll get back onto the weekly thing here shortly, and that way we'll be able to talk yeah. to you more often again, unfortunately. Um, it's been nice having a break from Roberto. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys got to come down here. I'm telling you, Devil's River is like, dude, bring your podcast to my lobby, and we'll do it here. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that'd be fun. So, yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Good seeing you guys. Yep. Cheers. 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 I don't know how do we do the clink. <laughs>